Welcome to Gateway Church Wirral Online. We're so delighted that you're with us this morning. So great that you can be a part of our live streamed gathering. Just to welcome you to this space and what we're all about. Um, to say that we as a church, we're all about seeing people meet with God, encounter him for all his goodness and his grace and for lives to be changed by him. As a church, we want to see a world transformed, made better and better through every life transformed by the grace of God. So our hope and our prayer for you today, meet with Jesus in the things that we're saying, in the things that we're singing, in the way that we're opening up the word of God, which is alive for us today. We want you to know Jesus, know that he loves you, know that he has a plan for your life. And as we're going through our gathering this morning, do please connect with us here in this live stream space. You can fill in our connection card. The tab, I think, is at the top of your screen. Request prayer if you'd like to. There are great, friendly people who would love to pray with you. And do just connect with us in any and every way that you'd love to. As a church, we gather. That's what we're about today. When we come to the close of our gathering, I'll tell you how you can connect with us going forward into the week. So have a really great time. Be blessed. Enjoy yourself and enjoy Jesus, we pray. Would you join me in prayer, church? Shall we close our eyes? Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you that we can gather here this morning to sing and to know these truths, that we are children of God. And that through you, Christ Jesus, not only can we know what it is to be made in the image of God, but we can know what it is to be returned to the arms of our Father, our Father God in heaven. Lord Jesus, we thank you for these truths, truths that we're going to celebrate this morning. But God, we pray that you not only would remind us or teach us of these things, but God, we would hear your invitation this morning to live in the truths of these things. We might know in all its fullness what it is to be children of God. We thank you, God, and we praise you this morning. Amen. 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 Well, if you've come with some folks this morning, why don't you wish somebody well? Maybe you've not seen them in a while. Just say hello to somebody, and then you're more than welcome to grab a seat as soon as you'd like to do so. Do feel free to grab a seat. And can I offer you a really warm welcome this morning to Gateway Church Wirral here in the building and online as well for those who are joining us via the live stream. And um, we're, we're delighted as well at our sister church in Wallasey, Oasis Church. They're going to be having their, their first baptismal service this morning in an awful long time. And uh, that's really, really great. And so we here are going to be celebrating in a moment or two a dedication. And, uh, and a dedication really is, is kind of a, a deposit or a down payment on a baptism. And uh, we're going to be understanding that a little bit more in a moment or two. Just to run through a few uh, notices. Um, if you're new to us here in the church or online, um, you're more than welcome to, to fill in our connection card and get to know a little bit more about the church. If you want to, you can scan a little code on the back of the chair in front of you um, or fill it in online and that will help you to know uh, more about what happens here in the church. If you're new to us in the building, uh, we do have a family room downstairs. So if you have little children... And, uh, and they want a bit more space to run around and make a bit of noise, uh, then you're welcome to use that. It's immediately down the stairs at the back there, and you can see and hear everything that's going on. Um, well, uh, depending on the volume that your kids make, I guess. Um, but uh, that's great. Um, of course, Bonnie's not allowed out just yet. Um, no, she, she's, she's like, after Jesus, she's the second reason we're all here. So um, that's going to be great. Um, a huge thank you to all of you for your uh, giving, um, if you're a part of the church. And again, if you want to know about ways of giving, then just scan that code on the back of your chairs and, uh, and you can partake in that. A couple other notices for you. Um, in, I think, it's, is it a week on? No, it's not. It's next Saturday. Is that right? Next Saturday is Messy Church. Is that correct? Um, I'm looking for confirmation even when I've not actually said what I'm saying. Uh, but next Saturday is our first messy church back in the building. If you don't know what that is, it's an opportunity for kids with their parents. It is not a drop-off club. Uh, but with their parents um, to enjoy some craft and fun and games and songs all in our side hall there. And families are more than welcome to come along to that. And additionally to that, we're going to be having some special men's and women's meetings coming up. Um, so do please make sure you keep your... Um, eye on the notices that we send out. Well, 
I've mentioned um, that we are going to be having a dedication, and it is for Bonnie this morning. And, um, and uh, we're, we're delighted to be able to dedicate her. I'm going to explain for a moment or two what a dedication is, and then I'm going to invite her with her, her parents and the, and, and the godmothers. I almost said fairy godmothers there, slipped. Um, but the, the godmothers to come and join us. Uh, but just to explain a little bit what a dedication is. Firstly, in dedicating uh, Bonnie to God, we're giving thanks. And uh, to give thanks for a child is to recognize what a gracious and beautiful gift that children are. And uh, I expected fierce nodding from the parents at that point, but okay, good. Yeah, did she not let you sleep last night? No, okay. Um, The Bible tells us that every good and perfect gift comes from above, uh, from God, who is described as a father of light. There's no shadow, no turning, no change in him. God is faithful and good. We can trust him. And when he gives us such good gifts, then we know something of his goodness and his character. Moreover, we know that God grants to us children so that we might um, enable them in God's grace to be a blessing within our world. The Bible says in Psalm 103, from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness with their children's children, with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. And as we recognize the gift of children before God and raise our children in God's ways, then God provides a blessing not only to us, but through us. And that is an incredible thing. The Bible teaches us again in Psalm 127, unless the Lord builds the house, its builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen stand guard in vain. In vain you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those he loves. You get the point. No matter what we do, no matter what we have in life, unless we recognize it from God and return it to God, it's in vain. But here is the promise from God. Children are a heritage from the Lord, a reward from him. And on that happy note, Adam, Beth, would you bring your reward up here? And... um, And and can we just um, give them some congratulations as they come up to the stage? And we'll celebrate with them. Come on up. Hello. You're getting used to me. I've been told that you're very amenable, really lovely and friendly. And so in a moment or two, can I have a cuddle? I'm just going to put that out there. You can think about it, and I'll come back to you in a minute. I I know how to do it. I've 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 done it with my kids plenty. I've never I've never dropped them, have I? No. Okay. Good. Yeah. So we'll just clarify that at the get-go. Okay. Um, We are incredibly blessed to be able to dedicate Bonnie, Eden, Claire this morning. And um, as I was uh, contemplating dedication, I happened to come across. Um, something unusual this morning, but I'm going to share it with you. Um, It's from the poet John Donne, and it's one of his meditations, and you're probably familiar with some of the words, uh, because it's that one that says, no person, no man is an island. Anybody familiar with this? If you could nod at me, it'll help me know that I'm not completely insane. Um, That's great. But in that context, he's talking about life, right from the beginning till right at the end. But I never come across these words before, and they spoke to me, and so I'm going to read them to you. John Donne observed that when the church baptizes or indeed dedicates a child, that action, he said, concerns me, for that child is thereby connected to that head, which is my head too, and engrafted into that body whereof I am a member. And I was so profoundly moved to appreciate that when we're dedicating body to God, giving thanks asking his grace and his mercy upon you as a family as you raise her in the Lord what we're doing is we're actually changing the nature of the church right here right now and Bonnie you are bringing something special and unique the very gracious gift of God into our church and so should I say thank you to Bonnie I should say thank you to you too shouldn't I as well but we are incredibly grateful as a church to dedicate are we not because we recognize that this is not an ordinary thing This is an extraordinary thing. And so church, I'm going to begin with you this morning, if that's okay. And can I ask you 
to remember Adam and Beth and Bonnie in your prayers. Would you do that, church? Oh, come on, I reckon you can do better than that. Would you remember them in your prayers? Would you commit them to God daily? Would you ask God's gracious blessing upon them, his protection, his strength, and that they each would know the grace and the love of Jesus Christ? Um, Church, can I invite you to stand with me at this point? And we're going to pray over them before we invite the the godparents and before we move into dedication. But we're wanting just to absolutely wash them with prayer. So if if you're wanting to do that and you're familiar with prayer as a follower of Jesus, why don't you offer your prayers right now? And we're going to pray together. Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you this morning for this wonderful gift. The gift of a new and precious life for Bonnie Eden. God, we thank you that she has come into this family by your design and purposes, that God, she has come as a grace and as a joy, that she has come, Lord Jesus, to reveal something of your person into this world. And Lord Jesus, we pray that she would grow in the understanding of that, even as her parents grow in that understanding and as they teach her in your ways. Lord Jesus, we thank you that already she has changed this church for the better by her simple presence. And God, we thank you that every single day and week and month and year, she will continue to change not only this church for the better, but this world. Lord Jesus, we thank you for these truths. Amen. Amen. And now we're going to get specific and personal. And I'm going to charge our parents. But I'm also going to charge our godparents. So I think we have three godmothers. And I wonder, would they mind joining us this morning? Super. Oh, excellent. Three people are coming. We got it right. This is wonderful. Okay. And we're going to begin with you, Godmothers. And, you know, I've been reliably informed that the colors of your outfits are not by chance this morning. Is that correct? Um, Pastor Karen, who organizes all these things, told me that they were wearing the colors that represented the fairy Godmothers for Princess Aurora. And... You all laugh like you know what I'm talking about. I actually did not know what Pastor Karen was talking about. I Googled it, and, um, and I discovered that some of the fairy godmothers, um, Flora, Fauna, and um, is it Merryweather? Yeah. yeah, okay. I'm sorry. You'll be forever known in my mind as that now. Um, but they say some pretty nice things. Not so much Merryweather. She seems a little daft so I'm sorry whichever one of you is is it you in the middle I'm so sorry um but 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 Flora well let's start with Fauna shall we um she she said this over Princess Aurora she said now come and have a nice cup of tea dear I'm sure it will all work out somehow and I feel like if that is the work of a godmother then that's pretty good uh because a cup of tea is very very helpful but then but then Flora uh she said she said, it really got me this, arm thyself with this enchanted shield of virtue and this mighty sword of truth, for these weapons of righteousness will triumph over evil. Who knew that Disney knew something about Ephesians chapter 6? Because there it is, just the very armor of God. And so really our, our charge for you today, and start with the easy bit, will you love Bonnie? Yeah, that's a good start. And will you love her wonderful family? Will you bless her and guard her and keep her in as much as you can? But not only that, in the grace of God, will you enable her to know the love of God? Yeah, well, that's wonderful. And now we're going to bring our charge to you, parents, because you're, 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 you're the big guns here. Um, but what we're going to do is we're going to recognize that God's grace is upon you. I think we see the evidence of that. But we're going to invite him all the more to bless you and keep you and make his face to shine on you. In presenting Bonnie to the Lord, parents, do you promise in dependence on divine grace and in partnership with the church to teach her the truths and duties of the Christian faith and by prayer, teaching and example to bring her up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord? We're seeming really good, aren't we? And in a moment or two, you can reach for them desperately. Oh, you are lovely, aren't you? Now, when Jesus was presented at the temple, 
in Luke's gospel, it's recorded in chapter 2 and verse 52, that Jesus then continued to grow in wisdom and in stature and in favor before God and men. And this is our prayer for you, Bonnie, that you would grow in wisdom and in stature and in favor before God and men. And let me let you know, to grow in favor before God is an incredible thing. And it's not just open to Bonnie today. It's open to each and every person who will come through Jesus Christ, knowing him as Lord and Savior. And you can know what it is to have favor before God. May God bless you and keep you, Bonnie. Shall we say amen, church? May God make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. May God turn his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. At some point, every little one looks at the microphone and thinks, I think I could do this better. <laughs> and uh, what we're going to do, we're going to risk it. Is that all right? We're going to go for a little walk. Okay. And dad, you can have this certificate of dedication. Shall we congratulate the family once more? I we'll ask God's blessing upon you. Thank you. Do remember them and keep them in your prayers. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that Lord, that you are good. And that, Lord, that we can praise and worship you in spirit and in truth. So, Lord, as we come around your word, Lord, let our hearts be open to receive from you this morning. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Would you like to take your seats? It's lovely to see you here this morning. And Bonnie is looking gorgeous. Beth, a reminder has just come up on my Facebook memories that five years today, we were in Tonon, in Annecy, in France, on mission. And there's a picture of you in the water, I think, with Libby. There you go, five years later, and we've got a gorgeous little girl. How wonderful. Well, this morning, over the next few minutes, we're just going to be coming round the Word of God. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been looking at God at the movies. And Pastor Greg has had the privilege of going to the cinema and watching films, while Pastor Karen has been sat in her lounge watching films. A slight difference there. I think it's the choice of films, isn't it, that we've been looking at. But can you remember us being asked the question, when I grow up, I want to be dot, dot, dot. Anybody remember that question your parents asking you? What do you want to be when you grow up? Have you fulfilled that? Are there any strange ones, answers? I asked my niece this morning on FaceTime, she's over in Hungary, I said, when you grow up, what do you want to be? And she came out with straight away a drummer. 
My brother looked at me and I was like, great. This is the Christmas present. I think he was relieved that he lives in Hungary and I'm here, but I can't get a drum kit over to her. Although a few months ago, he did message me at six in the morning and said, are you awake? I was like, I am now. Next thing is the FaceTime comes on and there's my niece going, Auntie Karen, look. And she's playing the pans, which is seven o'clock in the morning there. Seven o'clock in the morning, playing pans. All because my brother said, Auntie Karen had a drum kit. Now, confession, I was useless. I was absolutely rubbish. I sold it so I could get a car. That's how bad I was and my first car on there. But what do you want to be when you grow up? Now, I sent this message out to some of our parents this week to see what the responses are of our children. Here we go. We've got a couple of firefighters, a footballer, a pilot, a model, a pro athlete, work with animals, but money doesn't matter. A YouTube gamer, a healthy gamer. Now, I'm not sure, is a healthy gamer is that you have games and then you eat fruit at the same time? So you're healthy while you're doing it. Who knows? Okay. A mum, a sister, and a superhero. I kind of think mums are superheroes anyway, aren't they? So it's all into one there. A singer, a dancer, an artist, a doctor, or Queen Elsa. Okay. A couple of princesses, okay. a motorbike rider. So somebody's son in here wants to ride motorbikes, Pastor Greg. Okay. I like this one, and I think it kind of qualifies for a church worker or food tester. They kind of combine, don't they? A church worker and food comes together on this one. We've got a billionaire engineer stroke scientist. And this last one is the best one going, okay, from one of our youngest participants, okay, is a French fry. <laughs> so Imogen apparently is going to be a French fry when she grows up. I presume it's because they are delicious. Okay, and they're tasty, just like her. But of course, there's some great answers, aren't there, there. And it's always good to dream those dreams and kind of aim high. But the question is, where does our purpose fit in? What is your purpose? Have you thought about that? It's good to aim high to have these dreams. But if you don't have a purpose, then you're not going to be able to fulfill those dreams, or it's not going to bring a fulfillment. So today, we're going to be looking at the film Soul. Any of you seen this one on Disney Plus? There's one, two, three. There's a few hands going up. It's a fantastic film, so we're going to watch a trailer of Soul. Have you ever wondered what makes you, you? This is the great before, where new souls are given unique personalities before they go to Earth. Mentors like me help them find their passion. But here's the thing, I'm not supposed to be here. Today started out as the best day of my life. Back here tonight, first show's at seven. Yes! Woohoo! I got the gig! Dorothea Williams, can you believe it? You're gonna get hurt! Whoa, whoa, sorry. <laughs> Hey, look, I'm sure your life was amazing, but Earth sounds dumb. I'm comfortable up here, I have my routine, I float in mist, I do my Sudoku puzzle. But life on Earth has so much to offer. I've had thousands of mentors who failed and now hate me. Mother Teresa. I have compassion for every soul. Except you, I don't like you. Copernicus. The world doesn't revolve around you, 22. Marie Antoinette. Nobody can help you. Nobody. I'll show you what you miss. What about pizza? We can't. No smell, no taste. Or touch. See? Okay, I get it. I'm the We only have a short time on this planet. Lie, lie. Okay. Bring out the you. The brilliant, passionate you. I have been here for who knows how long, and I've never seen anything that's made me want to live. And then you come along. You really love life. I mean, this I gotta say. I'm feeling alive. I'm feeling alive, alive, alive. Oh. 
Well, if you haven't seen it, it's time to watch it. It's great. It's on Disney Plus, or you can get it on cinema or on DVD. So there we have. Soul is about finding his purpose. And we're going to kind of look at that this morning. See, Joe Gardner has always felt that he was born to play jazz piano. He's part-time music teacher who has a great aspirations. What do you dream to be? His aspirations were to perform professionally as a jazz pianist. His whole life was all about this. And when he finally gets that break, suddenly disaster happens. And he falls down the hole and he thinks, that is it. Have you ever been in that position where you sometimes kind of hit a brick wall and you're thinking, what am I going to do? Well, Proverbs 19, 21 says, many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. See, God is a God of purpose. Everything he has ever created, he created with a purpose and for a purpose. Now, when I was writing that, I was thinking, everything he's created has a purpose. The last couple of weeks, I've been down the beach, and let's just say, I'm not sure what the purpose of horse flies and mosquitoes and sand flies are all about, because their purpose for the last two weeks have been to bite my ankles. And literally last week, my ankle was like that. I was like, what is the purpose of them? I don't like them. The purpose, apparently, is for other insects, animals, to eat them. It's part of the circle. But the purpose for them, for me, was to kind of eat my ankles alive. See, God has designed you perfectly. He knows how many hairs are on your head. He knows you. You are unique. There is only one of you, which I'm sure parents are probably quite thankful for. Maybe with their children, there's only one of them, which is special. But God has designed you to accomplish your purpose. Psalm 139 says, I was fearfully and wonderfully made. God says he has plans for your life, your ideas, your dreams, desires, but they come after discovering the purpose of life. And our purpose is, number one, is to worship God. He's created us to worship him. We are planned for God's pleasure. You know, the first purpose is to offer that real worship. We are formed for God's family, to enjoy real relationship. It's lovely to have so many of you here. You're all related or friends of Beth and Adam. You've created a friendship, yes? Maybe. They're not sure. Looking at them, they're not sure whether they've got a friendship there or not. But they've created, and you've got that purpose there with you. We were created to become like Christ, to become more like him to have real discipleship to disciples making disciples to serve him and also we were made for mission which we talked a little bit about before being in Annecy and Tonon being on mission with the young people five years ago doesn't time go quick I think I've got the grey hair to show for it now on that side of things but we have a purpose you see in the film Joe is asked the question what makes you you what are you searching for now if we're honest it's been a, a strange last 18 months hasn't it yeah we've kind of been locked inside in our homes with family maybe seeing friends on the odd occasion or not even seeing relations over the last 18 months what have you been pursuing have you struggled with those times on your own or have you picked up new skills? For me, I've learned how to tile. I've learned how to sand 40 years of worth of paint off a banister. I've become a gardener. Now that's quite sad in some ways, okay? But we've had a sunflower competition and Nora is the winner. Her sunflower is about 10 foot high. I think I got mine to seven foot on that. But we've had a little bit of fun, but we've also struggled as well, haven't we, in that time? We might have learned skills, but have you remembered who you are and what makes you, you? What have you been your struggles in those times and who have you turned to? Do you know that Jesus is there, that God is there at the center of everything for you? You see, can we ask, answer that question ourselves? What makes you, you? In Ephesians 1:11, it says, it's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. 
long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eye on us, had designed us for glorious living, part of the overall purpose he is working out in everything and everyone. It's in Jesus that we find out who we are. If you're struggling this morning, or you've had struggles and that, it's Jesus who we turn to. We know that he has given us a purpose. You were created on purpose, for a purpose, and with a purpose. You see, God did not create us to bring glory to the created, but to the creator. So what does your life style look like? What is your daily living look like? What is the routine? When you get up in the morning, do you jump out of bed joyfully? Have we got anybody there? Oh, we've got one. Is that right? Jeremiah, do you jump out of bed? No. <laughs> Maybe one. Not many of us do we jump out of bed joyfully and go, yay, my dog gets me up at five o'clock in the morning. Every morning you hear the pitter-patter and she comes running up those stairs and it's like, poof, onto me. So she's quite joyful. It's like, I need feeding. It is my breakfast time. There must be some clock within her that says, it's five o'clock, I need to get Karen up. And I'm like, really? Oh, I don't want to get up. And that. But we need to find our purpose, don't we? We need to know what our purpose is on that. You see, within the film, Pixar is offering a heady philosophical message to us. Okay? Because we're trying to find purpose, but the film's main insight is something that we may already know. There's more to life than accomplishments. In fact, this realization, it says, is what inspired the film's concept, according to the director, Pete Doctor. After completing the popular film, Inside Out, he was left wondering what was next. He said, I realized that as, a, as wonderful as these projects are, there's more to living than a singular passion. See, we are searching, aren't we? We are searching and longing for the answer. In the film, we see Joe, all he wants to be is a professional musician. But he knows, he then suddenly realizes there's more to it than that. In the film, the, the film consists of an afterlife and, a be, uh, sorry, the great before and the great beyond. And Joe finds himself in that great before, a place where new souls find personalities on their spot, activities and experiences that captivate their imagination. There he meets the disembodied soul named 22. She has no interest in life on earth or what seems to give life meaning to her. For 22, life is purposelessness. Sorry, purposelessness. Purpose. If there isn't one big reason for it, she doesn't see the point. Have we ever been in that situation where we're struggling, where we sometimes think, what is the point? And we can find ourselves searching for that one big thing to feel accomplished. I've, been, I've had fun over the last couple of weeks. I've taken some time off. So I was jet skiing the other week in Anglesey. The weather wasn't fantastic, but I got up to 50 miles an hour on this jet ski across the sea, and I'm thinking, wow, this is amazing. I felt sorry for Mike behind me, who was on the back, like kept on banging every time I stopped and everything. But I was like, this is amazing. But then you get off the water, you're like, what's next? What am I going to do next? Then I went whitewater rafting last weekend as well. It's kind of a water sport theme. I was like, let's go for this. There was a few bruises from a couple of us and that, and the, the guide was kind of saying, if this happens, don't worry about it, I'll rescue you. And I'm like, kind of, what is going on? And thinking, yes, this is amazing. Then you get off from there and you think, what's next? You see, little things can kind of give us accomplishment and fulfillment, but how long for? Where God gives us life and life to the full. He offers us that fulfillment. He offers us that purpose. See, Joe Gardner in the film witnesses firsthand the consequences of idolizing others. While attempting to return to his body on earth, sailing along the astral plane, he observes lost souls aimlessly searching for something 
Moonwind, a member of the Mystics Without Borders, is devoted to helping the lost souls on Earth find their way. He explains to Joe that these souls are individuals who at one time or another found themselves in the zone, blissfully given to the excellency and enjoyments of their craft. But at some point, they were unable to let go of their own desires and their own obsessions, leaving them lost and disconnected from life, that they became unrecognizable and empty versions of themselves. Have you been in that position? Have you felt that you're living for that, those highs? You know, focusing on something in particular and thinking, this is going to get me there. It's a little bit like having a cup of tea. Anybody drink tea? I actually don't drink it. But there you go. It's a little bit, you're thinking, why is it like tea? You see, tea is a little more than a shot of caffeine. If you have it really, really quick, you kind of have the caffeine. But if we tune in with God and live at a slower pace required for worship, tea takes on added dimensions, becoming wonder of hot water and dried leaves. It's different, but they come together and it provides sanctuary for us all. And this is what God wants for our life. He wants us to have sanctuary within him. He wants us to know that he is here, that our eyes are opened to hear. In the Bible in Genesis 28, 16, it says, when Jacob awoke from his sleep, he thought, surely the Lord is in this place and I was not aware of it. Sometimes we wake up, don't we, and we see, we think, oh, when did that happen? Well, it's already there. We just have to open our eyes to the realization. You see, God did not show up when Jacob woke up. Jacob woke up to the fact that God was there all along. God did not show up when Jacob saw him. He was waiting to be seen. And this morning, God is already here. God is waiting for you to see him. God wants that personal relationship with you, no matter what your desires are, no matter what your needs are, no matter where you are in life, God is saying, I'm here, I'm waiting for you. I want that relationship that you were created for. God is here to get excited about. You know, we can try roller coasters, we can try jet skis, we can try all different things which might fulfill a tiny bit in our life. But at the end of the day, Jesus said, I have come to give you life and life to the full. Jesus came to show us how to be human, how to love God, how to love one another, how to depend on him and see his fruits in our lives, how to care for the hurting and the needy among us, how to fight for justice and against oppression. Jesus came to set the way to show us how to do that. And especially in the world that we're in today, there's a lot of needy, there's a lot of hurt. How can we play our part? Joe and 22 are searching. They're searching and they're searching while the answers can be straight in front of us. See, like Joe, we can overstress on things that will, might bring us fulfillment. But the truth is that we were born to abide in Christ, to glorify him in all we do. Throughout the Bible, there are many, many people that show what their purpose is and how they fulfilled it. We're going to quickly just go through a couple of characters before we watch another clip on that. So Joshua, Joshua in the Bible, God chose him as a new leader. And God says to him, only be strong and very courageous that you being careful to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. Do you ever get distracted? Do you ever start a job and then kind of forget and get distracted and go and do something else? Yes? Or you're asked to do a job and kind of the tools are there you start it and then you get a phone call. Anybody left a job for more than a week? Anybody going to admit that? Anybody left a job for more than a month? Oh, there's a few hands at the back there. Anybody left it? Anybody left more than six months? Oh, there's a few more. Shall I go for it? Anybody left a job for more than a year? Thinking, no, there's one. 
<laughs> There's one there. But sometimes we get distracted, don't we? We start something and we get distracted. And God is saying to Joshua, be strong and courageous. Don't turn from it. Don't turn from God. Don't turn away from him. Don't turn your back on him because he's called you for a purpose in that. And then, you know, what is impossible with man is possible with God. When we try to do something new, we can struggle. And then we need to ask for expert advice. Yes? Any of you like asking for advice? No. Actually, I don't either. Or I listen to advice and it goes in from one ear and goes out the other. And I kind of think, it's a little bit like the sat-nav, isn't it, in the car? Or when you, in the old days, you used to have the map. Anybody remember maps in a car going on journeys? And then the, you, whoever is giving you directions and you ignore it, yes? And you kind of end back up. I remember from my Duke of Edinburgh, we had a map. We got to the top of a hill and I kind of, for once I was actually right, which is rare. And I said, we're going to go left. And everyone's like, no, we're going to go right. I'm like, no, we're going to go left. We went right. An hour later, we were at the bottom of the same hill again. I was like, if only you'd listened, we'd gone left, we would have been finished by now. It's important to realize when we can't do things, God can do it. God is there for us. Just to know that God is in this place, God is here wanting a relationship with you in all that, in all that we can do on there. You see, God has a call upon your life. God has a purpose for your life. And we, we find that purpose when we know him and when we worship him. Joe is wanting to play with Dorothea Williams. He wants that opportunity to become professional. And he gets it. But there is something missing. We're going to just show this clip, okay, to see what happens at the end of Joe playing Oh, that was that was I'm not going to come that booth for you Woo. again. Later, Mr. G. Congratulations. You did great. I'm so proud of you, Joey. Got to get to bed. We old. <laughs> you play a hundred shows and one of them is killer. You don't get many like tonight. Yeah. So, uh, what happens next? We come back tomorrow night and do it all again. What's wrong, Teach? It's just I've been waiting on this day for my entire life. It's, I thought I'd feel different. I heard this story about a fish. He swims up to this older fish and says, I'm trying to find this thing they call the ocean. The ocean, says the older fish. That's what you're in right now. This, says the young fish, this is water. What I want is the ocean. See you tomorrow. You see, Joe gets to, to play that and he thinks that is it. And he asks the question, what is next? And of course, she explains the story of the fish, doesn't she? The young fish in the story wants to find something amazing called the ocean. He doesn't know where to find it, so he asks for some help that the older fish knows the answer for. She's been there. We're always sometimes striving for more and more, but God is waiting here for us. What are we waiting for? What are we searching for? Reaching a goal might make us happy for a bit, but it doesn't give us a fulfilled purpose. Are you searching for the answer? Are you looking? What are you striving for? You see, when God called Solomon, he did so in a dream. And God asked Solomon, what shall I give you? If you were asked that question, okay, what shall I give you? What would your answer be? You can have anything in the world. What is going through your thoughts at the moment? Okay, anybody got a car in mind, a nice car in mind? Anybody got a house in mind or a gorgeous holiday? Solomon was asked that question, what shall I give you? 
And God handed him pretty much a blank check and said, fill in the amount. Would you like to be handed a blank check? Yes? Wouldn't we all like to be handed a blank check? Solomon, though, knew God had called him to be king the place of his, in place of his father David, and God was offering him whatever he wanted. Solomon knew that God wasn't a fairy godmother as such, okay, or a genie from Aladdin's lamp. He knew to be careful and not ask for material things. What he asked for was for wisdom and knowledge so that he could lead people well. Would you ask for wisdom and knowledge if you were given that question? Would you ask for what was right? See, this pleased God. So in addition to making Solomon a wise leader of the people, he also gave him extra things as well. And what we're doing. So finding your purpose as we draw into a close. Are you ready? Have you discovered your purpose? Do you know that Jesus loves you? Do you know that God created you for a purpose? on purpose are you ready to accept see the desire to have a meaningful existence is in all of us it's the price behind our late nights maybe in the office or our early morning starts or our exercise routine of striving to be good at football or sport or whatever it may be or making sure the house looks good is that going to fulfill your need is that going to allow you to find your purpose you see we want to know that what we do matters and makes a difference and if we don't understand why we are here or what we're made for we'll fill that need whatever seems right we'll fill it with whatever seems right you see the bible teaches that finding our purpose is anything other than that it is finding the lord that he will fulfill everything for as Solomon says, I have seen all the things that are done under the sun. All of them are meaningless, a chasing after the wind. What are you chasing after this morning? What are you, you searching for? You see, only the Lord has the answers for what you are looking for. He promises that if you seek your purpose in him, you, your life will have eternal meaning, eternal impact. And that. See, at the end, Joe realized in the film the importance of relationship. He was willing, when you watch it, maybe a spoiler alert here, he was willing to sacrifice, to give up what he had so that 22 could find her purpose, find her soul. See, the good news is, if we fulfill the primary purpose that God created us, for him, for his worship, we will, as a byproduct, find out what most of us are looking for in him. Jesus said, I have come that, that you may have life and life to the full. Are you wanting life to the full? Are you wanting to live an exciting life this morning? There's two of you that are wanting to live an exciting life. Okay, God wants and God will provide that exciting life when we put our trust in him when we realize that we are created for his glory we've had a wonderful morning we've seen bonnie being dedicated and as pastor greg explained dedicated to the lord that she will live the life that god has called her to that she is a blessing already to this church she is gorgeous she's waving like mad on there she is gorgeous but you can also experience you can experience what beth and adam have got you can experience that relationship knowing that fulfillment, that purpose, because God is here for you. God is here for you. So let us pray as we finish. The worship team are going to come and join me, and we're just going to pray, okay? Lord Jesus, we thank you this morning that we can come, Lord Jesus, into your presence, that you are already here. And Lord, our prayer is that we will fulfill the promise and the purpose that we have been called for. To first of all, to worship you and to glorify you. That we may demonstrate and show those around us it's all about you. That we will be willing to surrender everything that we have to be fulfilled by the purpose that you have given us. In the name of Jesus, I pray.
Amen. Amen. In a few minutes, we're going to come round communion. For those of you that know Jesus and love Jesus, please just file through and take it. And we're going to take the bread and we're going to take the cup as well. And if you want to find out more about Jesus, myself and Pastor Greg are going to be here down at the front at the end. And please come. If you've got any questions, come and ask us. And we would love to share more with you about the love of Jesus and fulfilling the purpose that God has called you to. So shall we stand? Lord Jesus Christ, we, in our teaching and please God in our lives, affirm that truth that from you are all things, including ourselves, our sense of worth, of purpose, of meaning, and to you are all things. So Lord Jesus, as we have worshipped you in song, taken of this bread and this cup, we are affirming that truth. Our lives are in your hands because you have graciously made a way for us. Lord Jesus, as we go from this place, I pray, God, that each and every one of us would have a renewed, rekindled, maybe a brand new desire to seek and to live out the meaning of life which is found in you and you alone. God, would you help us in these things? Go with us, we pray. In your name, amen. Amen. Amen just remains for me to thank you for being here with us in person or via the live stream. If you do have children in the children's program, please don't forget them in your delight and joy um, to head off. Um, Do go and collect them. You're more than welcome to stay around for a little while and spend some time with one another. I know many of you are going off to uh, continue celebrating Bonnie um, and we will continue to do so as well. So God bless you. Um, We've loved spending time with you. And as Karen has said, if you want to ask about anything we've done here this morning, or anything we've shared about Jesus, uh, then she, I, will be here at the front, and we'd love to chat with anyone who would like to. God bless you, and we'll see you again soon. Once again, it's been such a delight to be able to share together as a church this morning, and uh, we know uh, that taking what God has been doing in our lives, we can go and have wonderful weeks with him. Just to um, invite you um, to journey together with one another as we go through the week. We as a church, we don't just gather, but we get going into what God has for us together. And we have these things called transform communities. We would love to help you to connect with other like-minded people who are exploring God's goodness and grace and seeing how they can be a part of his transforming work in the world. So again, hit us up, get in touch. We'd love to help you to connect. Anything that you need, any prayer requests, do let us know. And we'll love to see you again this time next week. God bless you and bye for now.